Hello, this is Grant Kirkup. I'm famous for saying Ubinaka and Ikabokum. And you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 147 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of last week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. I believe this will be the last pod in this house. No. Oh. <laughs> we don't move. We, we move on August 30th. So we got oh. plenty of weeks. Oh, okay. I, I Actually, the week we move. Because I was one of the cares. Like, damn. The week, yet. <laughs> the week we move will be our 150th episode week. When is it? Oh. So okay, it'll be, I'm still here. So yeah. So it'll be 150th episode. So the last episode we do here will be the 150th episode. That's pretty special. No, no you're right. We Sorry. did 150 episodes in this house. Well, no, not 150, because I know we were at... Well, if you count the bonus episodes and stuff, we did like 180 in this well, house. It was all like, how we your old house, too. Like, we, I feel like we shifted Four? a couple times, your buddy's apartment. <laughs> yeah, that was that was in case of emergency that night. Holy smokes. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for coming in. We are We Podcast. We know things. You can find us at WePodcastWeKnowThings.com. Uh, link to that in our description. You can find links to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Patreon, uh, Instagram, our store, everything there as well. And if you go follow us on Instagram, there's a button there that says email. It is WePodcastWeKnowThings at gmail.com. Feel free to send us your nerdy questions. We will answer them on the air. We want to say thank you to a couple people before we get the ball rolling tonight. The We Be Geeks Podcast Network. Thank you to Mike over at the We Be Geeks Podcast Network to help uh, for, for helping us out, letting us in the family. We really appreciate being a part of the We Be Geeks Network and our friends in the We Pod Squad. That is Sean, MRC Tech Presents the Last Podcast, and Ryan, the Ion Ryan Show. Big one for you tonight. We're going to start with trivia. Sam and I are tied at two. This is like the eternal struggle. We'll probably <laughs> be at two for the next three months. But we're tied at two. Two big stories we're putting up front. One in television, one in video games. Then we're going to go to movies, some TV, where you're going to find our top three for the evening. Gaming, a couple of uh, singles have hit by some of our favorite bands, so we want to talk about them. Two big wrestling events happening. One this weekend, one in October. And then our picks of the week. Uh, Sam, let's start it off trivia. It's two to two. Win by 11, yeah. or I'm sorry, first to 11, first to win to by 2, yeah. start us off. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what is Jack Black's first name? Jack. Um, I'm throwing it out there because I don't know and I don't want to know the answers. Trevor. <laughs> I don't Yo, know. I would be so pissed if his real name was Trevor. <laughs> I don't know. Thomas. Okay. <laughs> Thomas Jacob Black. Okay, cool. I was yeah. just like, huh, Thomas, huh? Yeah. All right, cool. I would have no idea. Isn't his other dude named Trevor, actually? <laughs> no, his son, his first name is actually named, I believe, Jacob. The no, guy, no, Thomas. The I... guy in the in his band. Isn't that Trevor? What the hell is his I'm band name? I'm not sure. What the hell Jack Black's ba- band name? I can't even think of it. Tenacious D? Yeah, Tenacious D. What the hell is the other guy's name? Well, there's a couple. There's like 34 other guys that uh, tour with him, too. I thought it was just him and the one big, fat, bald dude. Well, he's I mean, he, he's there, but they need more music. All right, so yeah. I still got two. I'm going nowhere with that kind of question. I <laughs> suck at, uh, at Jack Black, Thomas Black, Jacob Black yes. trivia. Sam, for your trivia question, what generation was Zigzagoon originally introduced in Pokemon? Zig. Zagoon. Oh my god. Dude, you know, I, I barely remember all the Pokemon that came, out, came uh, out. However, he was literally just given a Galarian form in the trailer. But he looked cool. He, he looked cool, but I don't remember them saying, this Pokemon from Generation 4. 
Like, I don't know. But what generation? It could be four. I know. That's four why I, did, a, I just said a number to see your reaction. The I difficult you made thing mad, about you made this. You made moves when I said that. The difficult thing about this is, is he in Gen 1? When, when does Gen 1 end? At Mewtwo. No. Okay, so you'd have that eliminated. 100%. Is he in Gen 8? Was he introduced in Gen 8? No. So you have five chances, six chances. Exactly. I'm, I'm so t- if I give you answers, it's literally four of six. So if you want to do processes of elimination, feel free. But Let's you do only five. Got incorrect. Three. Thanks. Generation three. The Ruby Sapphire games. He was introduced as the and route one. As the route. I know we bought them together yeah. at the GameStop in Franklin Mills Mall. <laughs> then waited outside for your mom to pick us up with our Game Boy Advances. I actually Game Boy Advance SPs. I'm glad Both one of us this remembers. This I will moment. never ever forget that because it was the first time I played Pokemon in a Game Boy Advance. It was like the I, new graphics, besides just the old shitty Game Boy. I don't Boy remember the last time I played Game Boy Advance. First or probably last time Pokemon I Gen Three, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in two thousand, right. like two, I think that was maybe two thousand. I think maybe even I don't even remember. But yeah, we'll talk about Zigzagoon in a minute here because Pokemon Sword and Shield dropped a new trailer. We'll talk about, but we want to start off tonight with a different trailer that came out for season two of Titans on the DC Universe streaming app. I have a couple of questions about it that I'm just not sure of the answers. Okay. I figure you're the go-to guy with this. But overall, what did you think about the trailer? I mean, overall, I loved it. I mean, of course, I'm always waiting to see a peek, any glimpse of Nightwing, but I, they didn't show not a damn thing. But <laughs> from the characters they showed, I'm hyped. Yeah. Uh, like, Hawk and Dover back. Like, you Hawk mean flashbacks, baby? I'm in. Hawk and Dover, the, my favorite characters of season one by far. So that's nice to have them back. And it looks like they're going to be back in the main role, yeah. like, all season. It looks like the, the original Titans. Yeah. Because you see him in his Robin suit. For me, like... This this trailer was very much the tale of two seasons. It basically recapped season one for the first minute, yeah. and then gave you a minute of new footage. And it was like, okay, just give me a minute long trailer then, because I got it. But it almost feels like they're retconning, almost yeah. like they're retconning no, that last no, episode no, out no, of season. I, one. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that. They're they're probably going to try to just wrap up Trigon quickly in, in one episode quickly. But I know like, that there's a new villain that they teased at the end. Of course. Uh, does he have any? That's one of my questions. Was he sent by Trigon, this new villain, or is he doing his own thing? Do you think? Is nah, there any th- tie nah, between tri- Deathstroke I think, and I Trigon? I think Trigon's doing his own thing. Um, you know, Deathstroke's just a, a contractor, unless somehow he reached out and paid Deathstroke to do some shit, like for backup. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I he'll do anything for money. And I just, like I feel like there's no way they can wrap up this Trigon stuff in one or two episodes, I, especially because Raven. Uh, so maybe two. It's, two, it's her dad. Two episodes, right? three episodes. I think he stays. I think he's going to be okay. the overarching okay. big, big baddie. Uh, if you think about like levels, I think about like Thanos and Loki. Not they're not the at, by which how evil they are. I don't mean it like that, but I mean like Loki. You thought was the big bad, and then you see Thanos, and you're like, yeah. oh, I get it. There's yeah, a that, bigger yeah, thing yeah. here, and that's what I'm getting at. Is I think that Deathstroke's going to be the Loki, where it's like okay. the main villain, but there's always going to be Trigun chilling like, in the back. Kind of pulling the strings a little bit because I I just don't how, see how they can wrap up Raven's father's storyline. Well, she, she can send so she quickly. can send them back. She can send them back as if if she figures out how to do it. So I I think he's going to get wrapped up early. That's okay. I, I I mean if you're going to introduce Deathstroke and it looks like they may try to set up the Judas contract, which is probably one of the best stories written of uh, Teen Titans or Titans. Um, I just I I, I can't wait, man. I, you know me, I want Nightwing. That's that's what I freaking want. What I want to know, one of my other three questions, is what is that thing on Raven's head? That oh, that, that, yeah, that's the drill. That's where, I believe that's where she actually traps Trigon. I think that he's trapped in... Is it? 
Azeroth. Not Azeroth, not trapped in Azeroth. Maybe, I'm not sure about the lore, but I'm pretty sure he's trapped in it. So, But, like, that's comic, like, completely comic accurate. I figured as much, and yeah. I, I don't think they just added a jewel to her yeah. head, a very large, obnoxious jewel. We're changing it up. <laughs> I figured there would be some yeah. sort of purpose behind it, but yeah. is that a spoiler, then? Could that be... I don't think so. Like, if he's trapped in there, if that's where Trigon is trapped, then and they show her with it very and, and readily. And that's kind of why I think he's going to get wrapped up rather quick. I I, I think. I, I could be completely wrong, but Maybe that's Maybe the story thought. of the season is her getting it and then trying to be. trap him in it, and then Deathstroke gets hired and cuts them off at the pass. Could be. And and then it kind of Deathstroke yeah. gets killed off with an episode or two left. Or maybe never gets well, killed I, off. I don't I think don't he gets think killed. Just kind of does you, his thing and goes sh- away. They showed you Ravenger. Yeah. You saw Jericho who's you know being because he's mute and deaf and they, they you know an actor is the same thing. Um I think they're going to be a big part. It looks like they're going to show you the origin how she gets how she loses her eye because the one scene mm-hmm. is the patch then you kind of see this the bandages. Yeah. So that was cool. But Deathstroke ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, we also see Beast Boy actually do shit, which yeah. is really, really. I, nice I think to see. I think everyone wants to see Beast Boy do more shit. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you yeah, saw him saw transform the, into a tiger which was in the trailer, cool, but we know that he can transform into every animal on Earth. Right. So, they're, they're always that scene that sticks with me is when he transformed and ate that guy in the cage, but then like remorsed it when he turned back human. Yeah, because he's blood. not a killer, and so like I, that has stuck with me. Of like, I want to see more of that character. Well, I want to see him build and that. I, I think we're going to see his struggle with it of him kind of dealing with what he did and trying to you know overcome that, and then to get to that. I think to finally to get a full hold of what he can do, he kind of just like trusts himself, and then he's able to just kind of transform. I don't remember in season one if Minka Kelly ever was cured if she ever got but we see her in season two up and adam out of bed in her i think that was in it. her like, dove yeah, that was it. i mean i assume she's better so i would or hope maybe that, she's on the mend but she's fighting she does that thing where she's got the gun behind well, the back well it looked like that could be from flashback scenes because robin was still in his suit okay remember his suit okay. was burned right, right so right, i'm right. thinking like they're just gonna show you flashback because you know hawk a dove over there you know right they don't grudge so maybe this is you see why he doesn't really like yeah. Dick, you know, yeah. why he has that attitude. Then you see, you know, Aqualad, yeah. but the Garth version, not the, you know, the other one, which you see on um, mm-hmm. uh, Outsiders. Yeah, then you get Superboy, Justice. too, with Krypton. Superboy and Cry- Krypton. Krypton. You're close. Right. You gave it a shot. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's that. a doggo. We all love doggos. We <laughs> so, know that. So I think that's going to be cool. Like, they hired a different actor, like the guy that was Dan Card. That was just some muscle bodybuilder guy, yeah, and they hired guy, a new actor. This but guy he, looks like a country singer. So, and like, I know they had to reshoot all them scenes again, yeah. what they did. So, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm hyped. And then Connor Leslie's character, she is, what is that? Wonder Gale? Wonder Girl? Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Yeah. So she's in it. So we have Wonder Girl. We have uh, and, Superboy. And her old we have red costume, not yeah. her, you know, her newer update. And Jason Todd sands the wheelchair. So I'm assuming well, that was all because of the flashback. Well, and, and the actor actually has been teasing Red Hood, like literally tweeted out a picture of just Red Hood, the character. So it's like, I, you know, that's a big tease. He's, he's <laughs> teasing it out the there. So it's like, okay, maybe he's going to die. And um, the end of this season two, if they're going to air, he kind of dies, goes in the Lazarus Pit season three, bam, introduce Rachel Ghoul. Well, and, maybe that could be the uh, season two end credits. No, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. He dies, and that, that's, that's my picture for what they're going to do in season three. Then you maybe you get like the end of maybe this one Nightwing and the Nightwing comes in red you know Red Hood in season three like it's, they, they want this to keep going. Let's this, cross our fingers that this can go because DC Universe isn't doing great. We have HBO Max now that can kind of swoop in and save the day. We're seeing that with Doom Patrol. Yeah. So hopefully Titan season two can get kind of on track because we both liked season one a lot and yeah. at one point it was a. 
I mean, like, we were gushing about the show. I think it lost its way a little bit in season one. It just kind of went off track a little too far on the side characters. Yeah, there was, like, one or two, one or two episodes, the maybe. Season then, 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 then the season finale was fucked. Then the finale. I mean, I, I appreciated it for what they... It was for kind of... They tried. They tried. They took a swing. They tried. Like, and it'll work for some people, and most people it missed. Right. Even probably ourselves included. I think right. we're more... I did not, I did not I mean, think I'm it not hit gonna, for me at all. I mean, I'm not going to say I absolutely fucking hate it. It was worth... Like, I would rather watch that than... Um, Stranger Things season two episode seven. No, no, I know I <laughs> they know. took a swing there too. Well, well, took a swing there. I was mainly thinking that the goddamn Game of Thrones season eight. No, that goddamn uh, Shyamalan movie, The Trees. I can't even think of the that. happening. The happening. <laughs> I, I just hate. It. I tried to burn it from my mind. Uh, but I, I would, I appreciate like again the attempt. I liked the ending how they tied it up with Dick uh, with the black eye saying to her. I forget what he said to Raven, but like. I think that's where we're going to pick up. And I think the trailer almost let that... Well, he got taken over at the end of that's season one. That's what I mean. He's got okay. like, the black so eyes with like, the veins possessed. coming out. Yeah, yeah. So I think like that's how season two is going to pick up right from that Five moment. Five minutes later, bam, they trap Trigun. Boom, I, I'm like, god damn. Dude, I'd could. be like this. That's fast. Episode <laughs> one's just named Trigun. And then it's just over. And you're like, uh, where do they go from here? And then Deathstroke. But again, cool characters, cool story. I hope it gains its footing back because it was a really fun show for the most part. Like When you look at season one as a whole, it was enjoyable. Just, yeah. what, just what it was was uh, and now hbo max could be there to pick it up if maybe dc universe falls off or if it doesn't pick up steam hopefully it does uh because if doom patrol can be doom patrol can be saved maybe swamp thing maybe titans it leaves the door open when you have hbo and warner brothers backing you i'm praying for swamp thing praying well we'll get to that a little bit later in this show we did have another trailer though for a video game uh, and that was for pokemon sword and shield it was also about two minutes this one was, was all about the, the new game. It wasn't a direct or anything like that. Um, just a quick trailer, but a lot of fun information. Uh, we started off with, we're getting Galarian forms. So we got Alolan forms yeah. in, in uh, Sun and Moon, and they were all Generation 1. And I was hoping and praying that if we got Galarian forms, that they wouldn't just be Generation 1. Well, what's the first one they show us? Weezing. So yeah. Generation 1. But then come to think of it, Weezing's no, awesome. No, 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 I was gonna say you, you thought all that. Then you saw Weezing. Was like, damn, he looks awesome. I'm he looks in. so good. Yeah, yeah. Galarian Weezing not only looks better than regular. So they Weezing. had one shot of Pokemon. They went with Weezing. That's a great choice. Great choice. If you know Weezing, you know he's two gas balls connected together with like the sad face and the toxic symbol. And now, dude, right, they man. made him completely British. They put both them. They they turned him gray instead of purple, and then they gave him toxic. Uh, few mustaches and beards like old British dudes and then they put top hats on their head that act as silos and what I like is like they make it make sense so if you notice the green smoke is around their faces but white smoke's coming out the smokestack chimneys of their heads their top hats and it's because they suck in the toxic air and it purifies yeah. and comes yeah. out the top yeah. like super yeah. nice smart touch. super yeah. nice touch I actually am going on I did the same thing with um Chris Driver, when the Pokemon Direct came out, uh, we went on the Pokemon website and like looked up all the cool things that happened because the website goes even farther into like the lore and stuff. So just like fun reads, like we got Galarian Weezing right there, my friend. Let's click on Galarian Weezing and see what Pokemon.com has to say. Weezing's Galarian form, it's going to be Poison Fairy, which is a crazy typing. They're making I th- up stuff. I think Fairy is actually weak to poison, so this could be really cool. Um... 35 pounds it knows levitate but then it doesn't tell you the other ability which tells me one thing two things number one 
either it's an ability that we don't want to know yet because there's another form here, yeah. or secondly, it's an ability that another Pokemon has in the game that they haven't announced yet and they don't want to show their hand. I think it's that. Okay, yeah, that I makes think sense. it's that. So we talked about the um, the air from its head. Poison gas gathers around its mouth. The toxins accumulated within Weezing's body form into concentrated poison glass clouds that leak out and drift around. The gas is so potent that even with a whiff, it's enough to stun and immobilize an opponent. It's Weezing's best weapon during attacks. So I thought that was really cool. Then they also came out with Galarian Zigzagoon. Yeah. We know Where Zigz- his question came from. We know Zigzagoon yep. is a Generation 3 Pokemon. Raccoon. Uh, yeah, basically just like a raccoon type deal. Um, they now made him a member of Kiss. Yeah. So he's black and white. Um, and they, he's got the star. He's eyes. got the That's stars, funny. eyes, and the tongue hanging out and stuff. So he's basically the member of Kiss. They actually wanted to make him more like a um, the black and white actual raccoon. So like they wanted to yeah. bring back, and apparently this version just of him is the original Zigzagoon. So they're making yeah. it in the lore that he actually came before the one that we knew. And this is like an evolved type of deal, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Zigzagoon of the Galar region move uh, region move about however they like and never settle down. They're known to inhabit all areas of the region, including fields, forests, and even towns. There is some speculation that zig, uh, the zigzag movements of the Zigzagoon in other regions stem from the relentless nature of the Galarian Zigzagoon, which is considered to be the oldest branch of the species. So I like that they're doing that. Uh, it has a proactive attitude and enjoys battling. Uh, it then evolves into Galarian Lanoon. Lanoon was an old Pokemon as well that yeah, evolved that from guy. Zigzagoon. Yeah. Um, and now they're making it looks a badger. Like, looks like a badger, even like to me right there, like a salamander. Yeah, it's 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 you crazy know. how they're they're kind of just going. That's all a little in with weird. This. Yeah. They're going all in with this. The su- big other form look cool. Though. Super destructive charges. Galarian Lagoon can reach speeds of over sixty miles an hour and deliver devastating tackles and headbutts. These attacks have enough destructive force to even knock a car away, but they also throw Lagoon off its balance if they miss. It's popular among unhappy and angry youths. So, oh. but what I love they, about this they went in on it. is Zigzagoon is a Gen three Pokemon. So it's nice to see that the, with the Galarian forms, we're not just going to be Kanto Gen yeah. One. It can literally give Branch, us yeah. eight hundred options of Galarian. But will forms. they? They will probably do about a dozen. It's about what Generation yeah. Seven did with the with the Gen One Pokemon turning into Alolan forms. Alolan Grimer and Muck are still my boys, but I, I think they'll probably do about a dozen across. I don't know if they're going to go up to like Gen Six. I'm thinking probably the first five Gens because Gen yeah. Six. Or maybe Gen Six even. I don't think they'll go Sun and Moon because they were take they took place on islands and I think that's their own thing yeah. because they're so kind of isolated. But maybe we'll get uh, maybe like two from each Gen. Yeah. That is that logical that to me. Uh, that would be really cool. It kind of opens up the possibilities, like a Galarian Scyther. Yeah, I can get behind that. Okay. A Galarian Scyther, you get behind a Galarian Magmar. A Galarian. Nah, I pass on it. A Galarian. Trying to think of non-Gen One Pokemon that I really dig, a Galarian Heracross. Tyranitar, that'd be dumb. cool. Well, he's already in the game. Not they. They kind of showed him non-Galarian, so oh, I don't know if we get a Galarian. Uh, was that Larvitar, Puppetar? Yep. So I actually caught one of those in Ultrasun. Yep, you, you couldn't. Sent, you sent me a I did right. Yeah, you can't get one in Sun and Moon unless you trade yeah. it in. But now in uh, Diglett Cave, you can get one in Ultrasun. So I, I did that for like forty-five minutes. I caught one. He is terrible. Larvitar's terrible. I cannot wait till he evolves in the puppet. Why I think I was so proud of getting him the 96. So proud. Uh, anyways, Zigzagoon and Lanoon are both dark normal. 
uh, types, so dual typed at dark normal, but they did another cool thing, in my opinion, by taking Lanoon and giving him a brand new evolution, not a part of, he was never a third evolutionary stage, but they brought in, uh, a, they created a brand new one, Obstagoon, which I really, really dig, uh, because out of nowhere, now we're saying that any Pokemon can just get a third generation yeah. or a third evolution. And when you look at Lanoon, he's on all fours, he's a badger, now you got this dude on two legs who looks badass as shit. He looks like a drunken hyena. He's still five foot three. But that's on two legs. But now he's got the total kiss armor. Yeah, definitely. Totally. Like definitely. This, he is Gene Simmons, basically. The Gene Simmons Pokemon. <laughs> uh, dark normal, five foot three, 100 pounds. The Lanoon of the Galar region live in harsh conditions compared to those found in other regions, with fierce competition amongst the other species. Their survival instincts have been honed as a result, leading to their evolution into Obstagoon. It uses Obstruct before counterattacking. Though Obstagoon is extremely combative, it seems that it doesn't often launch the first attack. It will taunt an opponent, goading it into attacking. When it does, Obstagoon will cross his arms and meet the oncoming attack with the Obstruct move. Obstagoon is especially skilled at throwing its opponents off guard and counterattacking with very sharp claws. So, like, baits you in almost. Yeah, that's that's a new. Cool. It's new. Yeah, yeah, We've never kind of seen that before. So, I like that, too. And then the last Pokemon that they unveiled was Morpeko, which is a hamster basically Pikachu clone. This is this yeah. generation's did, Pikachu. Did absolutely nothing. For I, I like it. We get one every generation. Mimikyu is my favorite. Yeah. By far, P- Pikachu kind of clone. This one's cool. It's a two-sided Pokemon. Yeah. So it's uh, electric and dark yeah. dependent on what form it is. So it actually, every move switches forms on you. So one one move, it'll be happy and, and electric. The next time, it'll be dark. So you have to be strategic on whatever yeah. type of move you want to use. And it's one move. I think it's called Aura Sphere or something like that. Yeah, it's um, definitely different, that's for sure. What is it? It's... I don't know what the move is called. Aura Wheel. Aura Wheel depends on what form he's in. If he's in his electric, Aura Wheel is an electric move. If he's in his dark, it's a dark oh, sure. move. So the move no can actually change its type, which is pretty cool. Uh, it always It's always hungry no matter how much it eats. Morpeko constantly generates electricity with the sacks in its cheeks, just like Pikachu. This consume, uh, consumes energy, causing Morpeko to be constantly hungry. This is why Morpeko is always carrying berries around, protecting them with care. They serve as a snack. Its appearance changes when it gets hungry, as we know by its hangry form in its dark type which is fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. When experienced prolonged hunger, the balance of hormones within Mopeko's body changes. This causes its fur color to change and triggers a more aggressive and volatile behavior. The energy stored in his cheek sex also changes from electric to dark type. Mopeko's ability Hunger Switch is a new ability introduced in these titles. This ability causes Morpeko to change its appearance each turn. Morpeko's superior, uh, signature move Aura Wheel changes type depending on his turn or his form. So it, it is confirmed that this Pokemon will change forms every single turn adding a little strategy to the game which i can appreciate more pekka will not be on my team but i like that they're doing cool i won't things. even catch them just on principle oh i'll catch them i'm catching them all yeah i'm okay. going full galar deck i don't even bat i run i don't even waste my time <laughs> he doesn't even want to waste a single pokeball nope uh we got some new rivals bead which i thought was an old woman turns out it's a dude 
wearing a magenta jacket with big woman, uh, big like old woman white wow, hair. That's ridiculous. But it's a dude. Uh, Bede seems to have some major connection with Chairman Rose, who is kind of in charge of the Pokemon stadium-y type deals, um, but is likely going back to that jerk rival from Gen 1 and 2. So he's no longer the friendly guy. He's yeah. like, oh, that's bad. Oh, no, which is friends. fine. I'd rather, I'd rather have a rival anyway. Yeah, I want the jerk that's rival. What, that's what this, I play. He, he, yeah. he checks his watch all the time. He's like, I don't got time for you. He spins his great ball on his finger before he battles. When he gives battle commands, he just snaps his fingers at his Pokemon and they do it. So, like, he's right. a complete douchebag. And the Japanese trailer actually gave us a little bit more. And they we after translating it, you see, like, he is such a douchebag. So, right, I appreciate I mean, good, yeah, that. Good. Yeah. And then uh, the other one was Marnie. Marnie is kind of the strong, silent type. We don't know much about her except she's followed around by Team Yell, which is this gen- one of this generation's evil teams. They're inspired by like rabid sports fans. They just yell and scream all the time at her through like air horns and stuff. So think of like soccer fans, how crazy they yeah, are, football yeah. fans, how crazy we all are. That's kind of what this is after. I like it. I just think they missed an opportunity to be called Team Scream. I don't know. I think that's a cooler name than yeah, Team Yell. <laughs> yeah. Team Yell, I, when you said I thought of Billy Idol, I was like, huh, they had Kiss. Like, you know, I'm Rebel just Yell? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's all I was thinking. Wow. I wonder what other, like, oh? Brit Rock. Because I'm definitely, because we know that, like, Japan, literally Mega Man, his name in Japan is Rockman, and then Bass and Treble. Like, oh, wow. we know that Japan well, loves music. If you music, see Pikachu so. damage a drum set, then I think the Who. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we on are onto something. We are onto something. I, I am going to now look for all of the musical references within Sword and Shield because we're going to get a ton of Britpop. Like, where are the Beatles references going to be? Where are the Squeeze ones? The mon- Oh, no, the Monkeys are American. The Who, the Stones. Like, we're going to get a ton of that stuff, which I'm super yeah. excited about, I think. I don't know. That's all speculation, but I think that's cool uh, that we could potentially get that. said that on the spot. <laughs> um, yeah, and this game comes out November 15th. I still don't know what I'll be getting. Just get both. I don't know, man. Use your work points. I don't have any anymore. I'm in, uh, by then, in you'll my, have them. No, in my new job, I'm ineligible. Oh. So... I don't know. Dude, I can't get bullied. Yeah, well, <laughs> that kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, it does. You forget where you came from, my friend. Yeah, well, I gave up a lot for the new job, and I dig it. Well worth it. Sacrifice well worth it. November 15th. Uh, so the countdown clock is on for you, my friend. Like, when in the blue hell are you going to get this Nintendo Switch? Is it going to be before November As Drake November 15th? said, ain't no telling. <laughs> As... Uh, <laughs> As Hopefully soon. Some I, band yeah. said the time is now. I'll, I'll, like I said, he has one already. It's in his car. He's just like was waiting to bring it out. Uh, anyway, so that was a lot of the the or I'm sorry, two of the really cool trailers that dropped that we wanted to kind of get out in front of because you know we're Pokemon fans. You know yeah. I'm an absolute fanatic. Uh, Sam's in love with the DC stuff. I love DC yeah. Universe. Titans has been really good. So we wanted to hit that up front before we go into the movie section. And Sam, you were in Alabama last week when yes, I did sir. our deep cuts episode. Hope everybody enjoyed a little yes, peek behind the curtain. But you saw a movie while you yeah. were out there. Yeah. What'd you think of Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, uh, it, uh, leave your brain at the door. Of course. As for these movies, come on. And uh, dude, the Rockets date them have good chemistry. They go at each other back and forth. Like it's it's they legitimately have good chemistry. Dude, they do, and it's it's funny. I was cracking for all up. the issues that were reported on set. That's surprising. Well, I don't think well, they, they're professional. Well, it wasn't too. this set. Yeah, it was. I didn't hear no drama from this set. Oh, absolutely. We've reported on it on this show. On this, I remember on doing this it when the podcast. one that uh, Vin Diesel was on. I remember that like. Two years ago, I remember that film. Yes, 100%. There the was, Rock. It was a little Rock Statham action. We talked about it. 
It's all good. It was small. It was like we reported on one episode. Well, hey, well, hey, they're touring. They're China, Beijing now. They're touring together. So I guess whatever did I guess did happen. They squashed, but it was fun. It was cool. Two pretty surprising cameos that came out of nowhere. The guy from Tokyo Drift. I was not expecting. Oh my god! It is this the guy from Tokyo Drift, but not the Japanese dude. The American kid. No one's gonna. I don't. I. I. I, It was. I was. I'm gonna take three guesses. And I want you to just wink at me okay. if any of them are right so they don't get okay. spoiled. Go. Okay? Sly. Was it raining? It is raining out. Great. Oh, that sucks. Can't wait to drive. <laughs> uh, how about uh, um, uh, Downey? No movement. He will never know. Stone Cold. He will never get All right. it. I, had, I it. just wanted three. I That's just wanted it. three. I'm never going to see the Dad. movie, so I will never Dude, ever. honestly, if you Pierce see... Brosnan. No, some shit happens that <laughs> you know is so effing impossible. You just, like, you just laugh. Like, again, you leave your brain at the door. You have a good, like, you will have fun. If you go in like, oh, I hear you. It's not, it's not. Like the Fast and Furious, let's be real, guys. The Fast and Furious is nowhere near like what it the started first out one. to be. Yeah. That was great in that time, like growing up of you know, drag race and all that stuff. Like that was awesome. And now it's just some like action superhero craziness. But hey, I went. I had spent five seventy two. <laughs> Alabama was great, dude. It was it, it was worth it. I would yeah. spend. I'm surprised they spend a nickel. You're in Alabama. They just got the nineties. Uh, was this the one that Roman Reigns was in, or is that yeah, Fast Nine? Yeah, this, this was it. How was Roman Reigns? I mean, he wasn't that like honestly. Screen time, he probably had a solid minute. Like I may have <laughs> more had screen time than he did on this film. Oh shit! So it was, but the little bit it was, it was just, he does a wrestler move. They do his ooh ah. Does his, he do, no, he doesn't. He does a spear. Oh no, he doesn't. They, they bring out the whole like Samoan heritage and the Rock and all. Like hey, it, it was cool. Like that's why like the reviews say it had heart because you know that's where his kind of family was and. Hey, it was cool. I just thought him and Statham were good and how they went at each other. The jokes were funny. Like yes, they, they said some funny ass shit. And Google, I think anyone would laugh. I hate They probably the, had he a, do a Superman punch. I don't think you see a Superman punch. Like, you God. see the spear, you do the one like, <laughs> like, like throw it, picks him up and scoops him, throws him down. So he does the little wrestling. Good wrestling by you. It's <laughs> <laughs> good wrestling knowledge. The My God. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got, uh, oh, a movie that you kind of gave impressions on when you first saw it, but yeah. I just saw it. So let's dive a little bit deeper into Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah. I don't want to say anything because you didn't see it and, and I waited forever. Because I'm a big Godzilla guy, but obviously not big enough to see it in theaters. Exactly. I think it came Which out on my Which you should have because it's giant monsters fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, but I saw it on an iPad. How much bigger of a screen can you get if you put it really close to your face? It's just like being the in an iPad. The screen I saw, it, it was the biggest screen ever. I was like, no. <laughs> I put headphones in and I put the iPad about six inches from my face. I felt like I was in an IMAX theater. It was great. Gravy. Loved it. Oh, I'm glad that, that works for you. What did you think of the movie? Again, like I said, I enjoyed it. Like I said, yeah. FD haters. I was like, at the first one, you said not enough Godzilla. You got now, Godzilla. this one. It's not enough human shit. Like, get, like uh, let's, let's, let's I don't know if it was not enough human let's shit. Let's get it more complex in a story. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know if it was not enough go- human shit. We're not going to see the relationship of Tiny Tim and Bo Peep. We ain't doing it. Uh, we're going to see Godzilla. We want to see him fuck up Mothra, or, or, or as in this case, they fought with each other, and. King Dracoon. That's who we went to see. What'd you say, King what? I said <laughs> Game of Thrones dragon. <laughs> Dragoon? Ghidorah. What is it, Ghidorah? It's King G- Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Ghidorah. <laughs> I, I said Dragoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like see, like, 
So I'm a big Friday Night Lights guy, right? So Coach yeah, Taylor, we know. Coach Taylor is the male protagonist. Loved it. Yeah. Vera Farmiga, she's right. awesome. Love it. Millie Bobby Brown, love it. Yeah, she was okay. So cool. I mean, like her as an actress, love yeah, it. Yeah. So like that family, I was looking forward to. So I did want to see a little bit more of the why. Like Andrew, okay, got it. He didn't survive the San Francisco I was fine. thing. I, I was got fine it. with all that. But I didn't get a single ounce of emotion out of it because I, I knew that everyone too. was going to be okay. I just knew it. There was already a death Mothra, in the family. Mothra went. No, I mean the humans. I knew it. <laughs> The humans were there to see Godzilla. Um, that's what, I just never um, understand people. That's what I'm trying to agree with you, you fucking oh, okay, person. Good, good. I said I didn't care oh, because it was I was there for Godzilla. Mm. There wasn't a lot of the human stuff, but again, I don't I don't need it because I knew everything was gonna be okay. Yeah. No matter what happened, Millie Bobby Brown was in the fucking bathtub. Well, no shit, she made it because I, I, Andrew already died I in the mean, beginning. Some people are gonna die, okay, but then there's a few that are they're gonna make it. But there was maybe one death you maybe didn't expect. But I, but as soon as I don't know because as soon as like they needed to say someone's got to do this and new Godzilla to get him back That's up, every movie. you knew Ken Watanabe was gonna be. Like, I'll do it. And he did. And he fucking... Did anyone see Last Samurai? He, he was fantastic. He blasted himself in the kingdom motherfucking gun. A movie gun. that I would love to see. Just so Godzilla could come back and cause mass destruction. Yeah. I liked King Ghidorah. I liked Godzilla. I liked... I loved Mothra. That was awesome. Rodan was okay. Um, I the, the one thing I didn't like about this film was it was kind of long. It wasn't? It was over two hours and I kind of felt it. I didn't feel it. I just, I just remember looking at everything and just loving it. The beginning it. was cool, man. I loved the first half hour. I loved the last half hour. That middle hour, I was like, man. When like they were raising up and they were in Antarctica and they were trying to like – the bombs were going off and the commanders were shooting people. And then Coach Taylor's like, there's an elevator. Well, let me go back down. Get the soldiers. Go back up. Everything's fine. I'll be fine. Things are collapsing around me, but I'll just yeah. casually oh, go on the yeah, elevator. Yeah. You, it was just kind of like – like the, the, the finale ending. That like, was the middle. Was it? Yeah, it was still another hour. I, I thought that was a big battle. <laughs> no, then. and I was like, damn, dude, it's still got an hour. The issue with watching it after the theatrical release is I have the power to hit fast forward, pause, press and, the screen and, to see how much time is left. In a theater, you can't pause. And you did like so like you're at a disadvantage there. And you didn't see that the big screen. Like that would have like I don't know, just seeing all that shit going on, like it just you can't even hear yourself think it's so. Oh, I love them. I love the monster battles. Like I thought they were cool. That's what I went for. Like I didn't go for some crazy story. Just let me see Godzilla battle. What as a kid when I saw that the ridiculousness. If you ever go back and watch the old Godzilla films, like you laugh. Well, yeah, this. But the, as a the kid, are they were they were awesome as a kid. They were all they were awesome. Literally, so, yeah, I was in awe of that, them. That's what I'm saying. So to see this now, it's like where they started. It's 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 amazing. Uh, I I loved what I did love was the subtle hints throughout the, the movie where they were like and Mothra and Rodan and even the guy on Skull Island and I was like oh yeah. they're talking there about there was a him. tease there was the end credit scene yeah you know so, so it was cool like yeah. you know it's coming even though it, I don't think it made the money it wanted to it still made right. money but well Godzilla versus Kong will make money of, of course it's, it's two, two iconic franchise yeah. crossover people like. The Godzilla fans know who King Ghidorah is, but if I said to Ashley, hey, you know who Godzilla is? Yeah. You know who Ghidorah is? She can't maybe, say it's like, the maybe, three-headed dragon. I don't think maybe so. Maybe if they had an older brother. Uh, she has two. That's what I'm saying. So maybe I, she knows. I, I don't think she would. I don't think the casual person might not know. Maybe people know Mothra. Mothra was teased in the first one, but everybody knows Kong, and everybody yeah. knows Godzilla. And to see that, that's your Freddy versus that's Jason big-ass monster. Can't fucking wait. Super psyched on that. That one I will see in theaters, and I'm dedicating it to IMAX. Like I have to see it that's in IMAX, because that's where you deserve someone, to see. Someone write that down. Write the time to make sure. It was 750 
11.58 p.m. Thursday, August 8th, 2019. Eastern Standard Time. (laughs) Uh, Taika Waititi is making a surprise mystery film with Fox Searchlight before beginning work on Thor Love and Thunder. What is it? Let him flex his muscles. I don't know. What is it? Did he report on it? No. What is it? Is it a comedy? Murder? Drama? Probably something different. I I could see him doing like a thriller. I, would, do, I could, I could like to see that. just to see something different. Get, like, get him out of the superhero mode. How do you mindset. feel of like the thriller with the, like a ton of comedy beats in it, like Bad Boys? Like it's a thriller, but that was it's comedy. Yeah, I, that was that to me. That wasn't even like a thriller. That was just like an like, just a, a dumb action movie. Yeah, that was just an, like an action. So when you say thriller, you don't mean car chase. You mean like I'm just, all like, on the brink of scary. Yeah, just like you're oh shit. Yeah. Like beginning, like being ten. You're like you're just in it. Like damn, what's a good thriller that you know a movie I liked. What was it um with uh Killian Murphy and uh, Rachel McAdams? Was it Red Eye? Notebook. I think it was Red Eye. I've seen that. And, and the, that, the plane th- movie. I think it was one of West Craven's. She's on nice a literal films. red yeah. red eye plane, and it's like yeah. a guy who's like stalking her or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Killian Murphy. Yeah, that, that, that was actually like a nice, uh, like an old school. Like, that was like thriller. an hour and a half you know, easy. It was good. good that's good what I'm thriller. saying. It was good. I like a thriller that's an hour and a half. Like get I, your shit I, together. I liked it. Like yeah. Killian Murphy was great. I love Rachel McAdams. Would you consider? Well, I don't know. Did you ever see Gone Girl? Ben Affleck. No, no, I refuse to see it. Because it's not a thriller in the typical sense, but I kind of almost would consider it one because of the twists and turns and like the cool shit that happens. I think I'll it's a turn really, it off. It's a re- I think it's a really good film. LucasArts will be making its first ever non-Star Wars and non-Indiana Jones movie, most likely Children of Blood and Bone, which is an adaptation of a best-selling, I think, children's novel. And by children, I don't mean baby. I mean, it's probably about time to branch out a little bit. You got a boatload Lucas of money. Lucasfilms was, what, $4 billion purchase, I think, by Disney. No, it wasn't They've two. done... Um, that was like a two-point something. Whatever it was. They've done nothing but Star Wars and Indy. Indy is pretty much just dead. Harrison's literally on his last <laughs> leg. Uh, and, and he is dead in Star Wars. And Star Wars, we know, is taking Spoiler. a three-year break. So if LucasArts wants to remain relevant, this is the opportunity to do it. So again, I don't know. Is about it going to be, I think is it's it gonna be sci-fi? Is it going to be action? Because they're the two things they're it's good gotta at. It's going to be kid-focused. Kid it has to be. It has to be like oh, yeah. PG. Duh. They already said it's an adaptation of Children of Blood and Bone. I don't know what Children of Blood and Bone is. I, so. I have no... I would like it to be a friendly version of like The Fly. No. No. Was that, was there that? is no friendly version. No, of no, 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 not not the Jeff Goldblum horror thing. What was that fucking movie with the kids on the island with the pig's head? I know there's the one. I, my pick of the week. That was like two years ago. No. It was on Netflix. This was a movie. Thing. No, this was a book we all had to read in grade school or high school for summer reading. It's like the kids are on the island. And yeah, I remember the name. Yeah. I, I remember the book. I read it. I, uh, I Catcher in the Rye. No, I could have sworn the goddamn. Word fly was in the in the oh, title. Uh, you don't talk. Yeah, about? I, God damn it! You're gonna look it up while I go to the next story, please. Yeah, go to the next right, story. Cool. Uh, let's see. Andy Circus will direct Venom Two. Um, I'm in. But we, but do we know? Was Andy Circus Lord of Flies? Lord of the Flies. Thank you. Uh, was Andy Circus? And I didn't even find it up. I put what? What are the directorial stuff that Andy Circus do? I'm not sure, but he was Gollum. I'm in. Well, he he was, did it. Planet was, of the Apes. I'm in. But did he direct? He was in any of the Planet of the Apes movies. I don't think he directed. Well, he directed the, when he was the freaking monkey, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But he what? was. 
He directed he, well, he, when he was the monkey. Like, I'm sure he probably, like, I'm going to walk like this. Then I'm going to run over here. Like, I'm sure the actor didn't say how he was doing it. He directed six projects. Mowgli. Okay, so he directed the Mowgli movie, the legend, or the uh, Jungle Book type of d- deal. Then he directed Breathe uh, in 2017. So he's, he hasn't done a lot, but he's going to do Venom 2, Steel Skin, and Animal Farm. Uh, Venom 2 for 2020. So Andy Serkis doesn't have a huge... Uh, history with directing films but uh, Venom was met with like stark criticism then you had the people that really liked it so Stark's Defenders and uh, I fell right in the middle yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm exactly maybe like a five four. Yeah, like I'm right there. Like I on the I'm, scale, I'm like okay. I'm like I'll, I'll see it again. Yeah, I'd watch it again. I thought I did. Was, I did. If I did Asher was like, again. she bought it for me. I think I have it somewhere here. I saw the end credits. I saw you laughed your ass off and laughed again. Like oh, Andy's gonna have work to do with that. Like I almost can envision him reworking the look of, of Woody. You're cut. Just <laughs> just like get rid of the goofy shit that he had on. Like yeah. make him a little bit more like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like threatening, because he looked like a fucking clown without makeup. Yeah, yeah. He's a goofy, curly, red ass hair, stupid shit. It didn't. <laughs> it did nothing for me. Uh, Wesley Snipes, Leslie Jones, so Wesley and Leslie, uh, Rick Ross, and Kiki Lane all joined the cast of the Coming to America sequel, which is what thirty five years after the original. Yeah, at least. And hey, as long as Arsenio Hall and I think it's actually came out in eighty nine, so I think it's actually thirty years when I when I was born. Interesting. And hey, it's good to see Wesley's working. You know, obviously we know he's not Blade, so I'm glad to see him in this role. Uh, Leslie Jones, as you know from like the Ghostbusters, yep. all female reboot. Rick Ross, we we all should know yeah, who I'll Rick forget. Ross is. I'm not sure who Kiki Lane is though. Kiki, I don't know. Is that that stupid ass Drake song that's fucking all blow up in our goddamn thing? I, I do not know. I'm assuming you did not watch the Adams Family trailer though. I actually did, and yeah, I did. It, it, it looks horrible. Yeah, it does not interest. So me. it's a kids movie now. They're taking it back to a kids movie. Fucking Uncle Fester looks like he's got Downs. Fucking <sighs> what's his face is the father. Uh, what the what's the dad? Gomez. Yeah, he looks. He's fat. I, I, I'm just. I he's don't, fat now. I don't like. I don't like the animation. I don't it like looks the horrible. look. It's not the Adams family that I grew up watching. I don't give a fuck about that though. I'm know. open. That's, that's what I. Love. I don't want everything from my childhood back. I'll just go watch the old Adams family movies. Oh, I'm I, open I, to the new I, styles, but this is a shitty looking style. Yeah, like no, I, it's not. It's not my cup of tea. Hey, right. hey, if you like it, great. Yeah, great. I, I wish you well. For me, like when. I'm still trying to find a TMNT that looked as good as the 89 cartoon. It's tough. But I was okay with those two live action movies. Yeah, me too. I was totally okay with the Turtles, even though they did not look like Turtles. I was like completely fine with it. If that's how Michael Bay's interpretation was, I was cool with it. But with the Adams Family, I I want them to to do whatever they want and kind of read. But when you have Uncle Fester dropping through a tub, landing in the thing, fat and naked, talking like this. It's not Uncle Fester. No. Now you have a, a brand new, n- not even just an interpretation. He's a new character. Yeah. And I found the same thing with Gomez and Wednesday and even Lurch or whatever the Frankenstein yeah, guy's name. Yeah. Like I, these are new characters almost, which I get it. The Adams yeah. family haven't been relevant in a long, long time. You're almost rebooting it yeah. for a younger audience. You're making no, it a kid's are. film. Yeah. Yeah. And the Adams family original show was definitely geared towards kids. It was a Nick at Night Great. kind of black and white style film, like the Munsters or the TV show. I mean, um, so I get it. And the, the the new way to reboot things for kids nowadays is just put it in CG because everything yep. is in CG nowadays. Yep. Uh, and I just wasn't happy with, with the yep. animation. And I'm going to skip this one entirely. And I'm never going to talk about it in after this sentence right now. 
Perfect. <laughs> I can agree more. We, we do have to go to the box office for this past week. Uh, it is so weird to continue to do a box office when we now do our show on a Thursday night. It just kind of throws me off for some reason. Uh, but this is the box office from August 2nd to August 4th. So the previous week at number 10, falling from number 9, is Annabelle Comes Home at $878,000. Oh, so the number 10 movie it's, didn't even do a million. Yeah. It's been a slow week for movies. Uh, let's see what else. Number nine falling from number seven to two point one is Aladdin. Number eight falling from number five at two point one eight is Crawl. Uh, number seven up from number ten at two point four million dollars is The Farewell. Very nice. Number six staying at number six, hanging on to the list. Haven't seen it yet. Really want to. Two point four million dollars is Yesterday. Number five falling from number four seven point three million dollars is Toy Story Four. Number four, falling from number three, losing 36.5% uh, uh, week over week domestically at 7.9 is Spider-Man Far From Home. Number three, falling from number two at a 51.3% drop is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at 20 million. Number two, falling from number one at 38.5 is The Lion King, a 49.7% drop week over week. Obviously all domestic, yeah. and we do expect big drops out from week one to week two. Uh, and then Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw at 60 yeah. million domestic takes the top spot. I mean, I think they were hoping to start out more, but hey, they are, they already made over their budget. Now they're, they still have to recap all their promotions and all that stuff, so they have ways to go. China, they don't get released for another two weeks i believe so and again it's only domestic that's yeah. that budget or that uh that gross that we have and now coming this week is uh dora and the lost city of gold i'm gonna probably skip that one yeah yeah immediate now this is an intriguing film that i am probably not gonna see but i definitely will this halloween on blu-ray uh and like that scary type deal the scary stories to tell in the dark mm. The Guillermo del Toro produced anthology where they're telling like a, a couple different stories contained within like, are one. You, are you afraid of the dark? Type, yeah, that deal or VHS yeah. or you know. Uh, I, 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 I and it's PG thirteen horror, which never goes well, yeah. right? But this movie's getting glowing reviews. Yeah, it's Toro everywhere, yeah. but he's producing, not directing. He still and, has something to do with it. And the monsters look fucked. Like they really? look scary. Yeah, I and uh, I, I watched a couple reviews on it. I didn't. I don't know what happens in any of the stories. But, like, they looked genuinely fucked to me. So I was like, okay, I'm totally in on this around I'll Halloween. I'll prep my, my body and mind to, in October. But, it's, it. but, but in the back of my mind, I know it's PG-13. Of so I know there's not going to be, like, the crazy gore fest yeah. type shit. I know it's going to be predicated on jump scares and maybe some atmospheric stuff. But what I like about what this movie is getting praised for is not at CG. Because the CG, they say, looks stupid. The practical. They're saying it oh, looked wow. really good. And I love a good movie with well, practical hey, effects. Well, yeah, well, he's known for that, especially in that freaking aqua movie that was out. We have uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain, The Kitchen, The Peanut Butter Falcon, After the Wedding, and Brian Banks. Uh, finally, The Light of My Life and The Tracker. So it I is. I think Hobbs and Shaw is going to take it again. Um, uh, Dora. Nah, I think Hobbs and Shaw is going to take it. Dollar? Dollar. Dollar. See if we remember it. Yeah, dollar. Well, we won't, we won't remember it. But yeah, dollar. I think Dora's I got it. enough of a kid's audience to push it because Dora's yeah, super we'll find huge. Um, what's it have to be? 60? And they'll probably drop about 50 to 55 yeah, I, think, I think Dora's like a 20 million. Wow, that's it? Yeah. That's a flop then. Yeah. All right. I think Hobbs and Shaw is going to drop in like probably the 25 I, range. I was going to say, I'd give Hobbs and Shaw like 39 and then give Dora like 32. Wow. Yeah. I'll, I'll go... I'll go like 27 for Hobbs and Shaw, and I'll go 35 right. to 40 for Dora. 
Uh, let's see. Now we got the TV section. The jerk offs. DB Weiss and. Be nice. Nope. They're still human beings. They have feelings. Yeah, so did I until okay, they ripped this them out. Coming from Gregory Hall, you can reach him at two. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> they can find me at this address now, though. DB Weiss and David Benioff have struck a deal with Netflix, a multi year agreement to exclusively write, produce, and direct for Netflix. But they're still making the Star Wars trilogy, so it ain't exclusive for shit. So I really don't 200 care. 200 million. Yeah. Well, ah! And then royalties and stuff. Don't forget. And, that and that's not, not what the they're only making money. on the Star Wars. So it's like, and, and all the back and all the games of Game of Thrones. And don't forget how much money Game of Thrones made, even though the last six episodes sucked. This first seven seasons were still the, like the biggest cultural phenomenon I mean, in the hey, history of television. I, I, I hope they come up with something good. They are good. billionaires, dude. Um, they... They've earned themselves for me to at least I gotta check out a trailer. And if it looks good, I'm gonna see it. Well they're gonna do a bunch of different projects. I'd imagine a film, at least one to two TV series. If the trailer looks good, I'll be there. Uh, Greg's so burned, he don't know what to do. No, no, no. It's not that I'm burnt. It's I don't trust them. Like what did they do when the source material ran after Game of Thrones? Nothing. So like what do I trust them to to build an original story? The next shit they're doing. Yeah, big time. And the next thing they're doing is Star Wars, which already has a pre established lore. Like they're not doing anything original. Are you I saying want to your see, knees are weak? I want to see an original piece from these two and what that could look like. Give me an original okay. story, not based on game, not based well, on Star Wars. I think Wars. we're going to see that on Netflix. I think we're going to see a couple, one TV show at least, probably two, and then at least a movie, maybe two. So yeah. I don't know how long this multi-year agreement is, but two hundred million bucks is nothing to scoff at. I'm assuming they're going to be in it for the long haul. So, oh, dig in, baby. This is where we're going to get our top three for the evening. Uh, Disney Plus will be making TV series out of the following four films: Home Alone, Night at the Museum, Cheaper by the Dozen, and Diary Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Three of those four, I'm definitely behind. Diary is not really my my cup of tea, but I love the thought of a Home Alone series. Except I don't know how the hell it's going to last more than one season. I don't get it. I'd rather you bring back Macaulay. I know you saw his tweet that he that he, he tweeted of Disney uh, calling me. I would see that more than I want funny. more than I want to see a, a Home Alone reboot. I don't even want to see Night at the Museum reboot. Like to me, like I like them three movies. Like that's you know uh, Ben Stiller, Robin Williams. Like, I I actually enjoy those movies. Yeah, I, but it's not. Gonna, I don't think it'll be Ben Stiller. I, I like. I actually thought the first two were decent with Steve Martin. I thought they were decent. Dire Villain Burkhead, I don't have a dog in the fight, so they just keep remaking it. I just don't understand what, like, I can see the material for Night at the Museum. I can see how that could be a, a series, a couple seasons at least. I can see Cheaper by the Dozen, and that could be a season. Even Diary. I just don't know where Home Alone is going to get enough material. What, is it going to be Home Alone for an entire season or something? Like, ugh. Maybe yeah. the first couple episodes they build the family up, then they leave in episode four. He's Home Alone for a couple episodes. Yeah. Then they come back. But how many times can you rehash that? We have, what, six Home Alone movies? Five? And I only like so, the first two. And, and those are the only two with Culkin. And let me guess, because they're the ones you grew up with. They're the only two I've seen. Well, they're also the only two good ones. I will give you that. The other ones suck. I saw three, and it was just one. I remember I tried to one. see it, and I It was like so it, yeah. bad. It was, yeah, it was it just, just one. So what we wanted to do was come up with the top three list for the week of top three movies that we'd want to see continue on as TV shows. Now, the key words in there are continue on. These movies, it's not like we're retconning them and wishing they were TV from the start. The movies existed, and from the end point of the movies, then they start a TV show. So what top three TV shows would we like to see based off of movies? Sam, you start us off. My number three, I want to see Street Kings. I don't know if you saw the movie. I'm not familiar. With Keanu Reeves. Not familiar. Chris Evans was in it. That's cool. Um, Was it Lawrence Fishburne? No, it was um, uh, Forrest Whitaker. It was actually a really good movie. I loved it. Um, 
Uh, like corrupt early two thousands. Yeah, I think so. I, I believe so. I think it might have been like 06, 07, 08 maybe. Um, like Keanu's a cop, I believe a corrupt cop, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, and kind of real gritty. And I think this is something that they can continue on HBO where they can show and like and not be TNT and you get that PG thirteen violence. Like you can actually see some shit because the acting scenes were awesome. Um, you see actually Chris Chris Evans' character freaking dies in it. Like it was it was actually a really good movie. And I would love to see this character. So he will not be making not Chris the Evans, TV but show. Keanu. Oh, he back, baby. Uh, my number three, not the cartoon, but the actual movies. The cartoon was based off of. Actually, they were based off the hockey team. Give me the Mighty Ducks. I would love to see okay. a Mighty Ducks TV series. Okay. And again, like we said, it has to be after the movies are over. So I, I guess it can be when they're in high school. I guess you can go there. They were only freshmen in the movie. So we still got three more years of high school and all of college hockey and then potentially professional hockey. Yeah. So we got a lot of story to tell with this team. And I'd love to see it over a couple season arc. Yeah, I agree. My number two, I went with Sin City. I could totally see a Sin City show. I, I mean, it would be weird as fuck, and I would love that. And, and I think that's why I want it. Um, I know the first two had the. I think the first one was directed by Frank Miller, yes. and the second one was Frank Miller was half, and then the other one was the other guy. I can't think of his name, but I, I just liked how the, the the black and white, the coloring, the action scenes. It was different. Freaking still, what's his name? Um, freaks me out. Lord, the, the yellow guy. Him a little bit, but. Uh, um, Elijah Wood's character. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so he was kind of freaky. But I, I really enjoyed I just think I could, like, even if it was Marv came back, I don't care if it was Bruce Willis or just give me Marv, I'm in. I thought Marv, Marv was, was Mickey awesome. Rourke, right? Yeah, and he was and he was great. I think it was one of his best films he was ever in. That's I, in his top 10. Now, there's a line in that first movie about, and she smelled like how an angel I ought f- to smell, and he's talking about yeah, the girl yeah, who gets yeah. killed. And I don't know if that's a line. Was Sin City based off like a book or anything? Yeah, like that? yeah, graphic novel. Okay, By graphic novel. Yeah. Okay, cool. So how old is that? Well I, before I, the movie, like at I, least ten years. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe they came out the maybe the eighties. Okay. Oh really? That old? Yeah. So I have to imagine that line. 90s? That line. 92? I'd imagine probably 92? the nineties is in there because I when I heard that line, I was like, holy shit! They stole a line from Newfound Glory. You found Glory in one of their songs. Says, and she smells like how an angel ought to smell. And, he took and for a movie. while, that yeah. was like my fucking favorite line off that record. And then I watched that movie. I was like, wait a minute. Something smells in the face. Didn't do it. Damn. I don't know who came yeah. first, the yeah. song or the movie. But I'm assuming it's Sin City and, and they took yeah, that from that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, my number two is I want to see what life was like post-World War II. For the Nazi killers in Inglorious Bastards. That was such a great movie. Dude, it's so... I won't call it underrated, but I will call it, like, one of the best it's times I ever it's, had it's, in a it's, movie. It's, it's, it's Is it, though? It's, it's a Tarantino movie. I don't know if it's a cold I, film. I, well, I think it's... it's I, I have its cold film. I would, it's got comedy. It's got crazy yeah. action. I like Christoph Waltz, and I like to see even what happens with his character after he yeah. gets carved in the fucking dome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, like... They got all the major part, like Hitler, dead, right? All that. But there are still plenty of Nazis oh, out there, still plenty of story to tell with the bastards, and I would yeah. love to see a TV yeah. series from Glorious Bastards. Brad Pitt had fun with the role. Let's just say that. Grazie. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, uh, I'm just switching it up, and I would love to see National Treasure as a TV show. I always like, I don't know, I just think that's a perfect role for Nick Cage, and instead if they couldn't get a, you know, if maybe they had a longer story to tell, like John Voight's still doing good, bring him back, mm-hmm. bring the whole, you know, every, I forget the um, the one guy was from The Hangover, Justin Bartha, mm-hmm. 
And I don't know, I just think they have good chemistry, and I kind of just like them in their roles, kind of doing that, just hunting for treasure. I liked it, so I would love you're to see a, more of it. You're a Nick Cage guy. Yeah, I, I, hey, I do. Dude, even when we were down uh, in um, Alabama, me and my team, we were, like, quoting, going in 60 seconds, dude. We were cracking up. Like, I, I, I think he's a great actor. Don't get me wrong, he has his moments, but... Bees! The bees! Dude, hell, I saw Wicker Man, so I know how terrible it can get. So did I. Um, I went with uh, sports. I went with Uh. action and drama with a little comedy. I'm going straight comedy for the third one. I want to see these girls' stories in college, and I want to see how their parents cope with them being in college while also bonding together. Give me blockers in the form of a television show. That was the funniest uh, movie uh, okay, yeah. I have oh, seen I'd be down with that. in years. I would be down Give with that. Give me a comedy series, yeah. Netflix style, raunchy, uncensored, yeah, yeah. John Netflix Cena back. Yeah. You know, I, I think that would be great. That's a good like idea. I would be down for that. Because they're going to college. Let's see the yeah. stories, right? They they still haven't lost their virginity, and that yeah. was the point of the first movie. I think Caitlin Newton might have I, in, the, in the movie. I forget. I forget. But but there funny. are two other ones. One's now a lesbian and one lied. And John Cena's John Cena's daughter. So yeah. I think there's a lot of story to tell there with those girls and the parents. I think you could, yeah. do, oh, you could do a great A, you a could story, have fun B story. With it, yeah. So that would be my yeah, yeah. three: okay. Mighty Ducks, Inglorious Bastards, and Blockers. Quite the yeah. uh, eclectic, quite mix. the eclectic mix yeah. uh, for me here. The next story we have is uh, speaking of streaming services, Hulu, uh, Hulu, which is the basic Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. All are being offered by Disney for twelve ninety nine, aka the same price as just Netflix. That's, that's great, good plan, and I think I might get it. Like, there's some shows I want to see. I still need to see the Runaways on Hulu. Yeah, and I need Disney Plus. And who gives a shit about ESPN? I have it. Yeah, so it's you're five fine. bucks a month. I have it. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Yeah, I get to watch LaSalle baseball. I get to watch all the thirty for thirty. Well, 30s. you already have Hulu, right? Yeah, but this is not the premium Hulu. It's the one with ads. And you say, who gives a shit? Right, because you don't have a DVR, so you don't give a shit. You're used to commercials. Uh, privileged? No, not poor. Um, it's 2019. Get over yourself there, uh, fucking uh, guy who wants to do things. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> Um I... I I, it's not the it's not the ad free one and like when yeah. we and we had we start off with Hulu we got the ads we're like let's pay seven bucks it's awesome we'll deal with the ads but you watch a half hour episode of Home Improvement with three commercial breaks and tell me that you don't want to rip the fucking TV from the wall yeah it's it gets tough. so fucking annoying because it's just like watching TV except I can't fast forward like I can with my DVR so it's actually more annoying than watching TV so we upgraded yeah. to the thirteen dollar ad free one best fucking decision I can watch Letter Kenny uninterrupted. <laughs> Disney Plus is like seven, and yeah. ESPN Plus is five. So at the end of the day, I'm at twenty five bucks a month. This gives me half that price with ads. It's a debate. It's a tells all time, really. And well, I'm just, maybe you I'm could do it, and you, can, of the fence. and you can contact Hulu, like, hey, I'll throw you two extra dollars, and then you know you get the and they'll say throw me thirteen. Yeah, you should. Yeah, and I'll say. I already do because I'm already going to get Disney Plus, so I'm going to have yeah. all three of these services. Yeah. But the crazy part is you now get three services, ads or no ads. You get three services for the price of just Netflix. You know that was intentionally priced. 
Yeah, smart, and I'm pissed at It's like, fuck, now I have two $12.99 payments. God damn it. Kevin Conroy joins the CW Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover event. This is huge news. Like, yeah, I don't he's know. the old man. He's, like, he's, like, well, it's not confirmed if he is playing, well, because obviously, I, he, I guess he technically could be if they dialed him up, but I, I don't know. I'll take anything, but this is after, I believe he said, 25 years of doing Batman. This is his first live-action role as Bruce Wayne. That's pretty insane. So that's freaking awesome. Like, having the, the, the all this, like, crazy crossover news that they, they had so many people coming. Like, there's rumors Tom Welling. I know people would love to see Michael Rosenbaum come back as Lex Luthor. Like, just to tie everything together, that would be insane. But to have that, that's freaking awesome. Well, there's awesome. a bunch of CW shows that are ending. So, like, it kind of makes, at least one. there's one. Yeah, just it's one. Just, just, just the Arrow, just right? Arrow. But it's the Arrowverse. So, if so, facto. I mean, it's not the whole it's thing. Gonna, it's not going to be the Flashverse, tell you that much. That, just, that, shows, be the, the that Arrow, show's got two Arrow years list left. <laughs> that, that, Flash has, like, two years left max. And then yeah. the other shows, the Legends of Tomorrow probably is and two it, or three yeah. years. So now you have the Batwoman show starting up. You have what's the other female and, and, show? And, Supergirl, and, and they just said Black Lightning's going to be Lightning. in, in you know Crisis crossover. So it, this is going to be huge. Like this, the ratings will probably almost double. They do these around the fall, October, November ish. Yeah. They always do that, which is a lot of fun. I remember watching my first ever crossover the night we interviewed Danny Stevens. Yeah, um, it was fun, and I didn't know shit about any of the characters, but I still had fun. Yeah, so I will definitely watch this because I like Kevin Conroy. He is arguably the best Batman, and we've never yeah. seen his face. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I know, what he, only I know what he looks like. No, but, I mean, like, yeah. on on screen. Yeah, like, it, It's crazy that no... He did actually, like, a little short film with Eric Daly, who was the voice of Superman on the animated show. And, like, uh, you could find that on YouTube somewhere. Like, that, they did, they had, you know, play, like, tongue-in-cheek. It was funny. The Halo series on Showtime is finally getting a premiere window. It's going to premiere in Q2 2020. Like, we don't know what that is. I mean, I have to see it. I mean, I, the well, games yeah. weren't up my alley, but the show, I mean... Well, yeah, it's, a it's like The Witcher. Show. It's just like Witcher. Never played the game. I'm in. Never read the books. I'm in. Looks awesome. Can't wait. Halo. See day one. They did a Halo show on Xbox before. Um, they tried. I think it was like one season or like five episodes each a half hour. They tried. It was the worst. Yeah. So I really hope and and who it's what is it again? It's Steven Spielberg, I think, has his backing on this show. So he's a producer, I believe. So it could be in good hands. Just keep it faithful. Um, as best you can. Don't go off the Master Chief shit, man. You did that with Halo 5 Guardians, and it's regarded as one of the worst games of the franchise. So just stay on Master Chief. Tell his story. Halo Bring on Infinite, Dave Batista. Come ha- on. Halo Infinite. That's Gears. He wants to be oh, Gears. Yeah, Halo Infinite. You know, tie the story somehow. You could have a good time with it. I, I'm looking forward to this TV series very, very much of 2020. I'm hoping it's one of my favorite shows of next year. Who knows if it will be. Yeah. We won't have game. We won't have a couple other things. Yeah. So maybe. Uh, the Little Mermaid Live has been announced for ABC November 5th at 8 p.m. For no other reason that it's on this show is because I know we have some fans that like The Little Mermaid. I know they're making the live action, which we report on, all the new cast. I mean, I, I do like the movie, the animated movie, but I will probably miss this live action. I didn't even watch the Rent Live one. You know how much I love Rent. Yeah. So, like, the live things that they do on ABC and NBC, cool. It's not, not your cup of tea. But not really my yeah. cup of tea, yeah. as much as I love theater. Uh, Atlanta, renewed for season four. Love this show. It's funny as shit. Yeah, I never, it, never watched it. Man, if you like, it's it, it's so like country home funny. Okay. Donald Glover is so goddamn good. I, I know you rave about it. Yeah, so season three is just about to start. So they actually picked up season four before season three even started. So that's always a good yeah. sign to me that we're going to get even more Atlanta before we're getting new Atlanta. Uh, at Amazon's Lord of the Rings season one will reportedly be 20 episodes. That's a shit ton of episodes. 20. That's, that's, that's network numbers. 
I yeah, mean, that's that's ABC number. That's usually twenty two ish. I mean, it means they should, they have good faith in their show and what they're going to put on. So I mean, I'm I'm confident it's going to be good. I'm definitely going to check it out. Remember that time we just did top three movies we'd like to see as TV shows? Well, here's another one. Yeah. Right, so there's another movie franchise. They made nine hours but, but of we, movies, but we didn't say that because we knew it was already coming. Think about it this way: this these movies are about nine hours ish combined. We're about to get twenty hours. Yeah, because I could have said rush double. Hour. I could have said rush hour, but then yeah. I heard that there was rush hour TV show. That's right. why I, that wasn't on my One list. One of I had something that was that I had to look up to make sure, and then I saw shit. I think it was yeah. Jurassic Park. It was like my whole list. I was like, yeah. that's why I went with the, my list is so random. Oh yeah. Uh, what did you think of Swamp Thing? Now that it's over, probably forever. What'd you think? I hope not, because that was the one of the best first seasons of any show I've ever watched. Or only seasons. I thought it was fantastic. Ten episodes were great. You had me from beginning to end. That would be a great list. Top three shows that only had one season. Mm. Freaks and Geeks. Firefly. Firefly. Um, yeah, th- th- yeah, this was this was fantastic. It had a nice touch with uh, the actor that played Alec Holland. That, that was actually really nice. Um, Swamp Thing was freaking badass. Special effects were great. I still had the thriller vibe. Um, the whole, some the whole gore, cast, some some the whole horror. Cast was, you know, there was how another... much horror in it do you think? Like I'm on episode two. I thought just episode little, one had some little. jump scares yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it just had a couple maybe like scary moments, like nothing like crazy, like oh my god. But like the other DC character they introduced was fantastic. I loved it. That's cool. I don't want to say what it was. There was another character that people will people know who this what, character is if one, you're not a hardcore comic fan. I think one person you'll pick it up because it's his appearance is so obvious. Okay. But the other one is kind of obscure, so you, I don't okay. think you hit that. But I, it, I think it was great. I know their, I believe their plan was this to run two, three seasons, set up Justice League Dark. Like I think they had great framework, and I, I really hope that they somehow find a way that this show continues, bring back the entire cast. Every everyone was great. Everybody from the first episode to the last to the end credit scene. Yeah, you see another DC villain, which I was like, God damn it, God damn it. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing. Like, I haven't heard any hope. I know there's a huge signature. I think there was money being raised towards to, to get it. But, I, I mean, hey, I, I don't know. I just hope that they hear. I tweeted about it. You know I rarely ever tweet. And I hashtag whatever. Whatever I did. Bring something. back Swamp Thing or whatever. S- something. But it, it was a great. It's a, it's a great show. And I really hope it continues. And I know. Like, I've listened to other podcasts. Other people raved about it. I think it's the best show on DC Universe. And we'll end it in the gaming space. I've been waiting this entire episode to hear you pronounce this first name. Geoff Niley <laughs> will be hosting a live showcase from Gamescom called Opening Night Live. Uh, or give I it a mind. real shot. Did I combine? Give it a real shot. It, 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 Geoff. I, I really thought it was Niley. That's a K. I thought it was silent. I took it. I, uh, I figured. It where's the end? I just. I don't know. I it just. Not. I. It just felt like like once you see a name Geoff. Like I think it's Geoff Raleigh. I know he he talks with the accent, so I thought it was something. How do you pronounce his last name, Greg? I, I don't even have his first name right. It's not even Geoff? Jeff? Jeff. Oh, <laughs> That's how you spell Jeff. That's how I spell Jeff, J-E-F-F. That's how I spell Jeff. <laughs> You're 30. I don't spell G-E-O-F-F. I don't spell my Jeff like that. You're 30 years old. You don't know that there's an alternate spelling of Jeff. I, I don't know. I don't know where his heritage come from, where he hails i don't know so i took a stab and i missed i literally human, know greg. two jeffs spelled like that i know none i'm sorry that i am not you greg i am sorry 30 years old ladies and gentlemen jeff keely i just wanted to hear it wow. i just wanted to hear niley i did not expect you to go the end route <laughs> I, was hoping I, I went full end route i thought we were going to go geoff kigley that's what i was thinking no i i just 
just I, I just don't like the I before the you know the East post you know I don't know I don't like the EI it's different. So Jeff Keeley will be hosting a live showcase from Gamescom. Gamescom comes up August nineteenth. It starts. It's in Germany, which is good for us. Because while they're six hours ahead, this thing will be broadcast at 2 p.m. Eastern. So we have plenty of time to watch it on August 19th. The cool part about this opening night live is they're taking all the different types of press conferences. Instead of having an Xbox thing and a PlayStation thing, he's doing it all under one umbrella. Kind of like the Game Awards minus the awards. So all the good shit. There will be announcements from PlayStation, from Xbox, from Kojima Productions. So I'm assuming a release date for Death Stranding. I think... did we already get one? No, we already got one. So maybe some a new trailer, some DLC, whatever that might look like, and more. So Gamescom is always the second fiddle to E3. E3, I don't know if you heard this. E3, um, and whatever company is tied to E3, accidentally leaked the personal information, including credit cards, of over 2,000 members of the press that showed up. Damn, I'd be pissed. So many journalists are like, what the fuck? Now what am I going to do? Yeah, that, so that, E3 and the well, ESA. I smell a lawsuit. Yeah, E3 and the ESA. It's a definitely class action, but E3 and the ESA didn't even like acknowledge it. They said we're sorry, but like what you leaked yeah, that, two that's, thousand that's members up. of the media's personal and private information. I. I mean, of course, everyone's living. Of course, it's a travesty. Turn someone's life upside down. So now E3's reputation is taking a big hit. So if Gamescom can be this spectacle it for europe what e3 is for america which it kind of already is gamescom gets more people in it than e3 anyway uh because it just takes place in germany which is a lot more europe is just a lot more tightly packed Uh, i get a lot of folks there i'm excited to see these announcements i like that it's 2 p.m so i don't have to be fucking asleep when it happens which is cool and uh we'll see what happens for the gamescom opening night um jeff keely is usually good for a couple cool surprises so i'm looking forward to that that's good to hear is it ukes yep will no longer develop the WWE 2K games. And normally I would just like let this go, and it really wouldn't be a story. But I wanted to add it tonight because I think this is actually good news. Because for me, sports games are pretty terrible uh, nowadays. Yeah. And they kind of always were, but we were younger and we didn't care. Right now, man, they're just suffering from the same thing every year. And it's the same. They look I mean, the same. I mean, hey, they play I know I'm very crazy. Similarly. That's why I say Griffey's the best baseball game. And the Ma- Madden, yeah, it looks a little bit better every year. And the, you have the new rosters. They add something new. But in reality, it's the same motherfucking yep. game. I can play Madden 17, and it's the same experience for me as 19. Same engine. So, uh, uh, you know, what I think this is good news for is because the 2K games for WWE have looked exactly the fucking same since 15. And now if Ukes isn't developing it, I'm excited to see I'm excited to see whatever new studio takes it over. If they can get the faces to look a little bit better, the um, the muscles in their bodies to look a little bit more proportionate, and overall just a little bit less of a glitch fest. And we'll see what a new developer can do with the WWE license. I'm excited to see that. We don't know who it is, but this could get us back on board for a good solid wrestling game because it's been a long time. I don't want a straight sim. They're boring. Yeah, wrestling yeah. games are fucking boring. Punch, 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 grapple, blah, blah, blah. Give me All-Stars where you were jacked up to shit, jumping 75 feet in the air, dropping bows. That's what I want in my wrestling game, like the NBA Jam style. Give me that shit. But uh, we'll see who the new developer is. I'm totally down for that game, by the way. It was so good. Yeah. It was on Xbox yeah. 360. PS4 crosses the 100 million sales mark. Gotta good. give it. Gotta give it up. Hey. 
They, they, give it they up. beat their what? Their, their fast pace of what? It was PS2? PS2 is still the, the king. Of course, it always the, king. the most. Um, but I, I don't know, man. If PS5 is March of next year, PS4, they do some crazy Black Friday and Christmas thing. They still have this holiday yeah. to get them past the PS2, which I believe is the number one selling console of all time. But you got to give it up to the PS4. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm telling you, it is not on the back of the infrastructure. The console kind of looks like shit. The controller's not my favorite. The it, online is Bush League, and yeah. they still get hacked to this day, and its service still goes down once every couple months. But they have the best games, yep. and that's what sells plain, consoles. Plain and simple. And that's what Xbox missed, and that's yep. what Nintendo says. Nintendo says, we can put out an inferior console like the Switch power-wise, but because we have great games, we it's going to sell. Games, yeah. And Sony said, well, okay, Nintendo, you got that space. Yeah. You got the space of the doesn't have to look pretty but plays amazing. Yeah. We're going to get the big AAA space. We're going to move Microsoft out. They got the Halos and the Gears. Of course. That's great. There's two. Yeah. There's eight right here that PlayStation yeah, already yeah. I, I got a stack, a stack, maybe like maybe like a foot high just of, of PS4 games. Like, damn, like, that's, that's pretty good second, for me. The second... Don Matrick came out on stage and said, The Xbox One, it's your all-in-one entertainment device. You can use your Kinect to control your cable box. And you have Netflix and this yeah. and this before a game was even mentioned. And then by the time they mentioned the game, they said, You'll always have to be online to play it. DRM. And then after that was over, yeah. they said, Well, what happens to the folks that don't have good internet? And his answer was, They can play Xbox 360. That yeah. destroyed yeah. the confidence of the gamer. Where they said, Fuck you. I'm going to go buy a PlayStation 4. I'm going to get great games. And they I'm going to get great value. Yeah. And I'm going to stick with it. So Xbox, for whatever the Scarlet is going to be, needs to kick yeah. fucking ass with games. They're starting to learn that. They bought all these new studios and shit. But PlayStation has the leg yeah, up. Of course they're in the lead. Congratulations, PlayStation. You deserve it. Crash Team Racing Nitro Field is getting microtransactions. That sucks. And and I've been playing it pretty good. Yeah. Like I I finally actually like you know the shop. Some... Yeah, yeah. So the coins in there, you yeah. can now buy coins. Oh, that sucks. Like yeah. I liked earning like wheels. And, oh, that's got that really does suck. Yeah, and it's not because crash... I'll never I'll never get it. No, it's not. It's I'm not sure. Crash's um because you get advantage. Decision. You get you get a bump. Yeah, it's it's not Crash's decision or the developer. It's Activision saying that they're going to be doing it. So I'm not going to put this on the developers of of. Uh, of Nitro Fueled, but it's a really fun game that's going to be now hampered down by microtransactions, which sucks, man. Which will will definitely hurt online play. Yeah, well, it definitely hurt a lot of things because I, I don't know if the carts that you can unlock make you better or they're just cool looking because I don't have the game. Yeah. But if they had any way, if you can buy something to make you better than player B, then it's fucked. Yeah. The yeah. whole ecosystem's yep. fucked because then the people that can buy the good stuff are automatically just better, and that's exactly. not how you play. That's not how you play. Uh, in the music section, we got a couple things in music. Origami Crane, one of the bands we interviewed last year. Go check that episode yep. out. Love those guys. We've become pretty good friends with them. Uh, we keep heckling them to come to Philadelphia. Uh, but they released a new single. Go watch Trigun, Jake. <laughs> we released a, they released, not we. We definitely did not release the single. They released a new single called Working Through the Weekend. What would yep. you think? I, I dug it. I, I fucking I, love I, it. I downloaded it immediately. Dude, they just have that perfect, just everything. The tone, the music, it just works and... So they're going to hate yeah, me for this. Them. They're going to hate me for this. But I, they, they released a couple previews, right? Yeah. And when I saw the first preview, and he was like, 
work through different jobs a week in three different industries. I was like, is this like an 877 Cash Now commercial? I was oh, like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. It has like that jingle. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, did they just troll us all and they're going to be the new fucking spokespeople for 877 Cash Now? And I was like, oh, Great no. <laughs> but then I saw that they were doing this music video yeah. where they actually went into real bars, real establishments, yep. and wanted the film people working through the weekend and the grind of living in the big city yeah. and trying to get money. And, and I liked it. And then they, they dropped the single. And I was like, Fuck and, yeah. and it was fantastic. Dude, it's fucking great. Four for four. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like two minutes and forty five seconds. Short and, short and sweet. And it's got a great. It's got a. It's got a great, great, great like uh, bridge where it's like clicks. It's like. Yeah, dude, it worked. It kicks ass. Uh, Jake does a great job singing, dude. It's got a great flow to it. Love the love the the, the track. Go check it out on Spotify. It's called "Working Through the Weekend" from Origami Crane. Uh, super good band. And while you're at it, check out our interview with them from I think November of last year. That sounds about um, right. It's I think it's only like two or three interviews ago. We haven't done many since. They were our last interview before we took the big hiatus uh, when I had my daughter. So yep. go check that out. It'll be one of the last episodes from 2018. But then there was another single that released by one of our favorite bands of all time. The early november released hit by a car in euphoria ace just picks up where he left off dude there's a lot of <laughs> auto-tune in ace's voice in this one no it, it, it's and there's no, and it's sans surge i noticed that more yeah more with like him like in the newer the yeah. newer early november not obviously didn't have it back when they started but yeah. like it's different but again he's got a great voice and yeah i'm down like it's, it might not be the early november that i know and, and grew up with it's different, and you know I I can't. Well, it's blame a, them it's for that. it's literally a new early November though. Yeah, it's Jeff Ace and Ultra Bill, but yeah. then they have a new bass player, new guitar yeah. players. Joe and Serge seem to we don't know speculation look to have moved on. Lilac is coming out September twenty seventh. They released a second track of that actually today. As a matter of fact, they released I Dissolve. It's now on Brooklyn Vegan. I haven't listened to no, it yet. I, I, I tried to, to pull it on Spotify, but it looks like it's exclusively streaming on Brooklyn Vegan, at least for today. Um, so I'll check that out tonight after this episode while I'm getting ready to go on the Pop Culture Cosmo yes, show. Uh, but super fun to have your own November back. And anytime they release a record, they haven't released one since 2015 with uh, Imbue. So it's awesome to yeah. have them back. And anytime I can hear Ace behind a microphone, of course. I'm a happy I mean, I'll man. I'll take that. Ace and a million different people. I, I can make a mess. Whatever you want to do. Gotcha. I love it. Give me Ace Enders and a million different people. I can make a mess. I prefer when it was I can make a mess like nobody's business, but I'm yeah. tacky and a bougie bitch. So I understand that. Uh, moving <laughs> on <laughs> moving on to some quick things in wrestling. I want to do this big preview for SummerSlam, but we just don't got time tonight. It's already past 9 o'clock. Uh, um, AEW uh, All Out is August 31st. So the day after I move, yep. I will be having an All Out party that night by myself. <laughs> <laughs> my first, second night in my new house, I'll be watching All Out uh, on my big TV. But other than that, they announced the first three shows for their live show. Oh, they yeah, go did, live on see, TNT. That, yeah. So the first show will be in Washington, D.C. on October 3rd. The second week will be in Boston. The third week... Why not come to Philly? Philadelphia, yeah. baby. They're going to the Leacor Center where the Temple Owls play basketball, uh, which is right up the ter- or right up the, the boulevard for me. We, it's right near LaSalle yep. uh, where I went yeah, to college and, and where you kind of went to college with me. Uh, but, it's, yeah, it's on Temple's campus, so it's not in, like, the heart of South Philly around the other sporting complexes. You can kind of get in, get out, get on your way. Um, tickets go on sale. Well, I don't know when tickets go on sale, but the information of when tickets go on sale hits tomorrow at noon. So, uh, aka Friday. So Friday I'm sure at noon, they're all going to we'll sell to, out. Dude, the first one sold out for DC yeah. in like a minute and a half, maybe less. I think like Good. less than I mean, a minute. That's great to hear. Get, so put WD on, you know. 
WWE. Yeah, WD40, WWE. Maybe we get those WD40. They need some WD40 to fucking get the fucking cricks out of their shit. WWE is is fucking up lately. But SummerSlam is this weekend, which means the best part of the weekend will be the NXT TakeOver. You love TakeOver. You said it from the beginning. TakeOver Toronto will be Saturday night. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship in a two out of three falls match. I Uh, still want Adam Cole, of course. I know you want the other guy. Why would I want Johnny Gargano? I thought you loved Gargano. But I love Adam Cole more. Oh, okay. I'm Adam Cole is like my favorite wrestler okay. in the fucking company. Okay. Oh, I'm shocked. I didn't know he was the, I didn't know he was up there at your best. Yeah, it's him, it's Ricochet. Um I don't even I don't even fucking know right now. I'm super like I'm just so AEW'd out like up right now yeah. that I, I can't even think WWE because right. as, as long as Brock Lesnar is in the company, I'm not watching. So yeah, I still don't watch. Oh, you know who it is? It's definitely gotta be the new Bray Wyatt. The Fiend is yeah. just so fucking Yeah, you, you do like him. That He's keeps so you coming back for more. But uh, he, I do watch his segment every week. I will yeah. watch his Fiend segment every single week because it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh, so by the good. way, did you see Stone Cold on the pizza eating thing? I saw it on mute because I was taking a dump it was good. when I was scrolling through Barstool. It, it, it was funny. Guy tra- cracks a beer, drops a beer, and he calls him out, he called and calls him out on it. Somebody made a really funny joke. They were on YouTube and they paused... They like brought up the screen where the time was, and they circled it, and they said, "Steve, what the hell? You you got it wrong." And Steve goes, "Rookie mistake. The video is three fourteen long, not three sixteen. Yeah. If it was two seconds yeah. longer, it could have been three sixteen. And Steve was like, "Oh, rookie mistake. My bad." This is funny little interaction on Twitter. I saw because he told him like rookie mistake for dropping the beer. He's like, "Man, I, I worried about the double catch. I caught it. And I yeah. dropped the beer." And he's like, "Next time I come in, I'm beers. You know, I'm bringing the beers." I was like, "That's cool." The old Steve Weiser. Well, we do have SummerSlam. Uh, where we will get Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor, which I'm really excited about because we're going to get the Fiend. We're not going to get the Demon because the Demon signifies an automatic win. And because it's not the Demon, tells me Bray Wyatt's going to beat the living shit out of him. With hopefully, why? Dude, I'm ready for this Bray Wyatt character to get fucking Let the demon to the moon. shit all over him. But the Demon's an automatic win. Let him take his time off, recuperate, come back as the Demon, yeah. and fuck Bray Wyatt up when Bray Wyatt's the champion, and then have them two feud for a big belt. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. Okay. Not Brock fucking Lesnar and Roman Reigns and yeah. Seth Rollins and the people Same that I'm crew. tired Same of crew. watching. Yeah. I'm tired of these yeah. WWE okay. characters. That's why WCW faded out. That's why WWF faded out in the 90s because they had a bunch of characters that nobody wanted to watch anymore. So they went to WCW for a fresh new take. I hope AEW can be a little bit longer surviving. But the SummerSlam card, just really, really quick. Uh, Where's that? SummerSlam card. Here it is. SummerSlam card is Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for the WWE title. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Natalia for the Raw Women's title. Bailey versus Ember Moon for the SmackDown Women's title, which I think is going to be awesome. It's probably the one women's match I'm looking forward to most. Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I'm just like, you don't have any other awesome women on the fucking roster. You got to bring back Trish just to pop ratings. You have AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the U.S. title, round two. That's a very good one. one. First one was underwhelming. First one was underwhelming. Looking forward to the second one because it's it's just got to be better. Uh, The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler and Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. I have a feeling, I think the Cruiserweight title is on there too, but I... I am looking forward to personally. I think there's going to be another match or two announced on this card. But uh, overall, I'm okay with it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, we have a friend that's having a party that day. Ashley's going to go. I am not going to go. I'm going to stay home with, with Lenny. I'm going to watch SummerSlam. 
Um, I just hope it's not one of these fucking seven-hour shows where I'm just going to give up. I just don't have it in me. I just don't have it in me anymore. Sam, what's your CGC spotlight of the week? CGC spotlight this week, we got New Teen Titans number two. The first appearance of Deathstroke the Terminator, Slade Wilson. 9.8 white pages. Damn, yo. Signed by George Perez. He brought this one out of the glass case. Uh, well, no, this is no, this wasn't in the glass case. This is just, it was on the, it's on the wall, though, because it's, it's one of my favorite books. Um, signed by George Perez. It came out in December 1980. Marv Wolfman's story, George Perez and Romivo Tangle R, and George Perez's cover. I absolutely love it. Also, if you guys follow me on IG, Stampede21589, I'm going to su- submit this to CGC because I found out that is also the first appearance of Trigon. So I'm going to also see if CGC can note that, so bear with me on that. I'll let you guys know. <clears throat> but actually, there's only 91 9.8s that are signed, but you can't tell if it's Mar Wolfman or, or the other guy. You can't tell. There's 107 9.6s, 108 9.4s. But if you go over just a blue label, not signed, there's actually one nine nine on the market. I've never seen it signed by George Perez or just in general. Because yours yeah, is signed yeah, by George Perez. Yeah. So, but so on the census of their sick because it's called CGC Signature Series. Right. So there's ninety one nine eight. Oh, gotcha. So, I, I assume most of them signed. are Marv, obviously, because you want Marv to sign the book. Yeah. So if you switch over to blue label, there's one nine nine. There's six hundred and one nine eights. Well, this isn't signed by Marv. This is signed by George. Or George Prez, yeah. So I was about to say, so it's either George or Marv. Because yeah. now George Prez retired from, like, cons and stuff. So right. now his signature is going to be worth a little bit more because right. he's not signing. So last sale was eight ninety one for a 9.8 signed. Uh, for, not terrible. I, I forget what it was, Blue. Yeah, so it's not bad. I, I, I think it still has room to grow. Like, Deathstroke is awesome. There is clearly the Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Francisco 49ers in the back of this thing. Very, very clearly. But it is for the Dingo Kids meet O.J. Simpson the dingoes are a pair of boots that OJ Simpson was uh, was sponsored by. So that was cool. Kids, get your free autographed photo of OJ Simpson. Well, that worked uh, out really oh, well uh, for you. Uh, <laughs> December 1980 for 50 yeah. cents on the stand. 50 cents seemed high for 1980. I think that's cool. Uh, nice but, yeah, Beautiful art. I just love the old school Robin look. What I love about DC Comics. Uh, George Perez. What I love about DC Comics, I'm pretty sure Marvel did this too. But anybody with black hair, they always layered in a little blue. Yeah, to make it like almost streaky or high lady. Yeah. If you look at Robin, you see how it's got like the blue yeah. shine to it. I always love that. I'm always drawn nice to the people touch. with black hair with a little blue in there. But it looks great. Deathstroke looks cool as shit. Yeah, I didn't know he had a big sword. Oh, of course, that's I just thought he had just oh, he a always bunch had of guns thing in the back. That's cool. Of course, he has. I'll give a quick story, guy. Grant Wilson basically gets into a fight with his, uh, with his girlfriend. It starts to get abusive. Then Starfire and Wonder Girl, Wonder Girl show up and obviously stop him. Do that. Um, she eventually breaks up with him, obviously, as she should, and he swears his revenge, um, to the Titans, and then he goes there to basically take them out, Deathstroke shows up to back him up, um, he, they, he gets tested where, so he can use 100% of his brain, Mm -hmm. and becomes the Ravager, then they show up to the battle, and then basically, his body can't take it, and he dies, Obviously, and Deathstroke's pissed. He swears his revenge. He decides to work for Hive, and he says he will get them back at his own time. And then later, you find out that um, Raven's kind of looking this, like working this secret plan to find her demonic father, Trigon, which then leads us to Titan season one. No, I'm just kidding. So hey, it's a great. I love it. It's Slade Wilson, one of my favorite DC characters, and I'm happy to own it in nine eight. We're gonna transition from your CGC spotlight of the week to your pick of the week 
pick of the week. I, I just finished literally today. Finally got caught up. Final season starts in August 25th, I believe. Power on Stars. Mm. I don't know if oh, you I've heard it. of it. Like I've heard of it. The show that 50 Cent was like the executive producer. Yeah. Great. Uh-huh. It's a you know five seasons so far, 48 episodes. I finally caught up, and I, it's fantastic. What I've seen on Twitter, like Jerry Farrar is in it. He plays actually Proctor, this lawyer. But basically, it's about this guy Ghost. He's a nightclub owner. He's a drug dealer. You know, he's married with two kids and his friend from his whole life, and they've been dealing drugs and all this kind of stuff. And so much stuff happens between just kind of trying to balance two lives, and maybe he sees an old flame, and you kind of see where that goes, and just a whole bunch of shit happens. And it's a, it's a bumpy ride for five seasons, and I absolutely love it. Power on stars. Final season starts August 25th. Check it out. I always I try now to do like m- music every week because I just don't get to play as many games as I used to. And right now I'm headstrong into one game right now, which will be my pick of the week once I complete it. Uh, but I'm not there yet. I'm about halfway, so we'll figure that out. I just don't get to play games as much anymore. That will change November 15th and September 13th and September 20th yeah. and every other fucking day that awesome games come out. Uh, but I went with music again this week with the Bliss EP. Now, it's four years old. It came out, no, I think, yeah, 2015, I believe it is. Uh, the Bliss EP by a great new, not new because they're clearly at least four years old, yeah. by a new band to me, uh, A Will Away, A Will Away, three words, Fucking obsessed with it. Love the lyrical style. It's a mix of that rasp that Ace used to give where he yeah. just kind of screams, yeah. but it's not screamo. It's just like a passionate scream. Kind of raises his voice and it yeah. gets raspy. He reminds me of that. And then he can sing on the uh, back end of it too so he can hold the tune. I really love it. Um, it's simplistic kind of uh, pop punky alternative good stuff. You heard a track yeah. Yeah, earlier today. Good, he had a good voice. Um, my favorite track is Play Dead off the EP. I think it's only three or five songs. It's not very long. Um, and I'm getting more into the rest of their catalog, but I'm new into A Will Away. About, I don't know, two weeks I've been listening to them. Uh, but I really wanted to give it a full go before I made it my pick of the week, but completely confident in the Bliss EP by A Will Away. That was episode 147. Want to give you a quick reminder to leave us a rating and review. It's the easiest and cheapest way to help the show grow. Takes like a minute you could do that we'd really appreciate it and we really appreciate you listening tonight we'll see you next week for episode 148 on pop culture podcast is it pop culture <laughs> <laughs>